Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. Welcome to Chew On This. We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on. If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with us. And now, let's give you something to chew on. Welcome to our inaugural edition of Chew On This. I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. How are you, Teresa? I'm doing good. How are you? I am so good. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to always talk to you and especially do it on this podcast. Let's rock with it. Oh, I'm, I'm super excited. Okay, so we need to stop being excited. So here's here's what this podcast is all about. I think some of you may have listened to the trailer, but Kevin and I are like all over the dental industry. We talk dentistry at ridiculous times and intervals. Actually, we talk about it too much. So we're kind of really obsessed with the dental industry. Yep. <laughs> so we wanted to bring our thoughts and uh, the news and give you kind of an idea of what's coming down the pike. And so today when we were prepping, two really big stories popped out at us, which was Walmart. Walmart's a little crazy right now, right? What are you hearing about Walmart? Other than they're making us wear, wear masks, right? I mean, not just that, right? Okay. You know what? No. I think the latest is that they're not going to enforce it because oh, there's really? been too many fights. No, that's it. Because we, we have a, a gentleman at our local Walmart who is standing there enforcing it. Uh, so really? I wonder, I wonder if I go there today, if he won't be there, they're like, Hey, we don't need you anymore, dude. You're out. Just circle him without your mask. <laughs> <laughs> if no. we get a headline, we'll, we'll see what happens there. No, so. I, 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 you know, we did something on, on Dr. By Cuspid and I serve as the editor in chief for Dr. By Cuspid. Uh, we, we did a really cool interview, uh, with Dr. Rowe is what they call him, uh, Roshan Parikh, who is in charge of coordinating the dental arm of Walmart. And we did a really cool article with him and great interview with him. And it's funny because he emailed me over the weekend to let me know about a CNBC article that talked about Walmart was, was going to be opening more, more dental practices in the state of Georgia. And Teresa, I know, you know, you and I didn't talk about that until this morning, uh, whenever you were like, oh, I saw this article. So it's definitely out there and it's definitely something that despite the coronavirus, despite everything else, Walmart is going ahead with their plans to, to make an impact in the dental industry. So Walmart, apparently, I was doing a lot more digging and Walmart apparently has 40, over 4,700 stores. Okay. So that right there is just a huge footprint. And I, they're actually taking on Amazon. They're rolling out a Walmart plus, which I didn't realize. So we'll have to see what that looks like. Now, <clears throat> What's apparently happening is they have opened dental clinics within their stores down in Georgia. I think That's in correct. Georgia they started. So. That's correct. And so they have so many stores that they have all this square footage in and they can put up these clinics. So it started out with Walmart Health and then they added on these dental clinics. And in one of our podcasts, uh, both Kevin and I have podcasts. He has Dental Assistant Nation and I have Nobody Told Me That. I think in one of our previous nobody told me that we had a huge discussion because we thought that these Walmarts would be like discounts and like, you know, rollbacks on endo right. and all that kind of thing. And these, these offices are beautiful. They are well-equipped. They have tons of equipment and like the high end stuff like CD, CT and all this stuff and, and milling and uh, 3d imaging. And so it's not just like dude out of his car. Right. So it, it's a, it's a real, 
It's a real clinic, a real clinic. So what they are rolling out now, so they, they did it in, in Georgia and everything was fine. Now they're moving into the Florida market, which is their second largest market, apparently. Um, and I need to check out what the first one is. I'm guessing California just because it's so big. Or do you think Texas? Uh, you know, I would guess it's somewhere in the South. So, uh, yeah. so I would guess Texas for California, to be honest. You know what? That's a, that's a good point. I think I, I think I agree with you on Texas. Okay. So so they have, so Florida is the second largest market. They're looking at Jacksonville. They're probably going to be going in other places in Florida because you know it's in Florida, right? A lot of old people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? And, and I speak as a coming up old person because Norman and I are looking to retire in Florida, maybe. I don't know. It depends on the gator population. <laughs> So, okay, so they're going to go to Florida. And then I also read that Illinois is on their list. They've opened in Arkansas as well, which is their home base. So they're looking at opening up in Arkansas. So I have a question for you. Would you go to a Walmart clinic, not just for dental, but just a Walmart clinic in general? If you were in a different city, you know, we travel a lot. If you were in a different city and you needed to go, would you go? I would. And, and here's why. First of all, I'm a Southerner. Uh, you know, so I'll say y'all, <laughs> you know, Walmart's, Walmart's injected into my veins and, and it's something that I don't view them as a lot of people do, but I will tell you after talking to Dr. Rowe for the article we did on Dr. Bicuspid, I'm fully convinced that not only is it top of the line and safe and everything else, but it's something that shouldn't be viewed as a lot of people view Walmart. It should be viewed as, you know, as you said, uh, you know, I think a lot of people whenever Walmart was being talked about, it was, oh, it's going to be discount. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. I will tell you, that's not what they're, they're looking at. They're looking at establishing the Walmart brand and bringing that over to dentistry because, you know, just like whenever Amazon came into the dental industry at Greater New York, it's a natural fit. We're used to Amazon. We're used to Walmart. And absolutely, I would. What about you? Uh, I think if I were in a, yeah, I think I would. Um, because first of all, we're all about convenience being on the road all the time. I should say we used to be on the road all the time. Back um, in the day, you know, we're home a lot now. My suitcase has remained unpacked for months. Uh, actually, no, I'm lying. It's packed. It's still sitting in the other room <laughs> <laughs> from my last trip to Chicago. Uh, okay. So I would. Now, here's why I think it's going to hit home with a lot of other consumers. And I think this is, I love dentistry, you know I do, but this is one thing that I think we have not been able to get a handle on, which is transparency, pricing transparency. Yep. And Walmart publishes its prices and it offers to file your insurance. And I mean, it's, it's, I think it said something like $25 evaluations. Why did we ever go to Walmart in the first place? It was convenience. Right. Everything was right, was right there. And that's exactly the point of these clinics as well, is that whatever you need, we're going to take care of it for you. It's going to be convenient. It's going to be fast. I mean, all these things that we know of from Walmart, that's the model they're carrying over. And yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're a dentist listening to this or a dental team member and you don't think Walmart is going to be competition, then you're, you're absolutely fooling yourself. So I wonder if this is going to be a two-tier system. Like I know Walmart, the, the clinics are beautiful, but I'm you know as well as I do that when a Walmart opens up in an area, it's gorgeous. Sure. And then three months later, it's not as gorgeous. <laughs> so, it's true. so I'm wondering if that's going to be the effect there. But here's here's what scares me. Walmart's big enough to have purchasing power with a lot of insurance carriers. So if an insurance carrier signs a partnership with Walmart, 
then that's an awful lot of employers that are going to send their people to Walmart for cost savings. So not even that, but the EOBs that they get back in the mail are going to say, did you know that there's a Walmart dental center down the road? And there's always going to be one down the road, right? Sure. So I, I'm concerned with when the carriers and Walmart start working together and, and you're insane to think that they don't already, right? Oh, of course. Not, not you personally, but they're already. What's going on? How rude. I know. How dare I? <laughs> it's Monday. I'm only on my second cup of coffee. Okay. So, uh, so I, I do worry that when the employers and the carriers start sending out their emails, then we're going to, we're going to see some issues there. The two tier system I was talking about earlier, Kevin, is that like, say you go in there for the evaluation and you don't like what you see somebody like you and I, and we want to go back to a dentist that we trust and love. And maybe there's a two tier system, or maybe the dentists that work at Walmart are trustable and lovable. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, I think in my mind, at least it goes back to when our DSOs were first coming out and everybody's like, oh, it's the devil. Oh, you don't want to go in there. It's the dark Lord, you know, all this stuff. And all of a sudden we realized these dentists, these hygienists, these assistants were actually decent human beings and they were good at what they did. And, and I think that that is going to be the same thing that happens with Walmart. To me, at least Walmart is somewhere that has always been the friendly folks, the, Hey y'all, how you doing? You know, things like that, that you felt comfortable whenever you walked in. And I think that's exactly what they're going to try to do with these dental clinics as well is that whole comfort. Hey, you already know us. You already shop with us. You know, you're going to love this too. I, I see that being a very natural progression. You know, and something to think about is that people who haven't been to the dentist in a long time, they are going to get blown away by what a dental office looks like. Right. So it's going to be like a real wow factor for them. And then you take a look at the pricing. I don't know. I think it's going to be hard to pass up a $25 evaluation when you are in pain and you're looking for, you know, something to tide you over the weekend. If I'm Walmart, I got a 24 hour dental clinic. I'm just going to say, cause pain yeah. never goes away. Well, and, and I will tell you probably, I mean, and, and I don't know this, this is just a guess, but probably had COVID never come into our lives and Walmart was open 24 hours a day, you know, like it was back in the day. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see something like that, to be honest with you. So as a, as an employee looking for full benefits and equipment that I don't have to worry about maintaining and all of that, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm being all Debbie Downer, but I just think this is this is a game changer for when it comes into your area. It is. It is. And I know there are some of you in some parts of the country, they're going Walmart, you know, that's, that's a Southern thing and that's okay. You know, but, but I will tell you if it's anywhere near you, you know, one of the things that I always tell dentists and, and team members is to know your competition, know whenever a new practice opens up, what are they offering? What are they going to push out to people? And you better be doing the same thing with this Walmart clinic as well. If they're coming into town, because you need to know, what their messaging is, because I guarantee you, it's going to be attractive to your patients. I know what the messaging is going to be. It's going to, they're going to talk about trice transparency, which is everybody, what everybody's, you know, really wanting nowadays. I mean, even that's a bill before Congress, you know, um, the president and, and Congress has been able to wanting to push a bill on pricing transparency across the board. So that's important to people, especially when you don't have any money. Pricing transparency is really that seems important. important. It really does. You know, I'm just going out there. Yeah, just guessing. Uh, so I was thinking, though, because, you know, I have time to think in the shower. And I was like, what about Ikea? Like, what if you had dental offices in Ikea? Is it? Uh, Those better be the nicest looking offices in the country. I'm just telling you. 
And they better they serve the... Swedish meatballs like as the concierge. They better. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so they have furniture. They right. They got space. Exactly. They got tons of parking. And but then there's going to be the jokes of assemble your own root canal. Like here's your kit. Here's a wrench. <laughs> Here, here's a wrench. Do your own implants. Right. <laughs> There will probably be some people, and we, we've seen the D, DIY videos during the, the, the shutdown. We're like, oh boy, yeah, it's possible, <laughs> hey. Oh my God, I'm laughing more than I should be about this. So <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to have to think if anybody out there has any ideas about other restaurants, not restaurant. oh my God, a restaurant, oh, any other stores who would open up their own dental clinic, like what would that look like? Hey, you know, from the South, if you've got the Waffle House and the Walmart right next door to each other, that's that's the, the beauty right there. I'm just telling you, throw a dental clinic in, it's a trifecta. So, hey. Oh my goodness. There's a, there's a Waffle House near my old office and they, I guess they lost the sign. Here's, here's what I heard. The sign got delivered without an F. And they just put it up. The Waffle so House? It's, so it's been Waffle House for <laughs> years. <Awesome. laughs> and nobody's ever, you know, they just, it's the Waffle House. <laughs> it's like McDowell's in Coming to America when he was trying to knock off McDonald's, you know, same thing. <laughs> Underrated movie. If you have not seen Coming to America, you need to go see it. Absolutely. Yeah, oh my gosh. I mean, what would you like? Would you like to have a woman that hops on one foot and barks? Like that, like that princess, she was really just dedicated. You know, she was, but I, I'm, I'm not going to touch that one with the 10 foot pole. See, look, you're trying to get me in trouble already. I nope. know you're not into the barking, one. the barking flamingo look is not no. appealing to no, you. My wife okay. is going to listen to this episode, so I'm not touching that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> the lovely Dana, okay. the lovely Dana. Yes. The lovely Dana. Okay. So, so I don't know. I, as far as Walmart goes, I think the, the jury is still out. I, I'm curious to see what happens, but I, I actually think it's going to, it's going to be a big issue. Amazon, we were concerned from them coming in because of the supply right. issue. They were wanting to offer supplies, but this is, this is going after your patients, people. It is. And, and one thing, uh, you know, uh, that's on my list to do today is to reach out to Dr. Rowe about the, the latest round of news, like we're talking about, and I'm going to mm -hmm. try to get him back for another uh, Dr. Bicuspid article to discuss that because I think, a lot of folks, you know, it fell off the radar like a lot of things did whenever COVID hit. But I think that it's something that now that business is coming back to life and churning ahead, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people. At least they believe there is. And, and I think Walmart sees that. Well, whenever I leave my cave, I'd love to take a tour. See if you can get us a tour. He's offered, just so you know. Really? If you want to come down to Georgia. You're close to Arkansas, though. They're going to open one in Arkansas. Well, you know, and, and I will say that one of our summer pilgrimages from the beautiful city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, used to be to Bentonville, Arkansas, the home of Walmart. And and if you ever get the chance to go to northwestern Arkansas, which I know is on a lot of your lists, but I will tell you, that whole area has blown up tremendously just because of Walmart and everybody coming to tried to woo Walmart into being a business partner with them. Uh, Rogers, Bentonville. I mean, there's, there's an airport there now. I mean, you know, 20 it's beautiful. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's nuts. So I don't even think, I don't even think it's considered Arkansas. I mean, honestly, it's like a totally different side of Arkansas. Oh, absolutely. When I went to, I went, I was there for some meeting and the taxi driver calls them that area. Cause he lives outside of that area. He calls them Walmartian. <laughs> Of course he does. Of course he does. Yeah. But he he took me on a tour of all the beautiful houses. This was the most friendly taxi driver I've ever met. And it, the houses are stunning. 
and the and the beauty just the natural beauty of that area you know i'm biased i will tell you but uh you know i, I know there's a lot of you right now rolling your eyes we're talking about arkansas but i'm telling you that that's a beautiful state especially that area and what walmart has done uh you know i, I have a friend here locally who runs a company and she has made the trek to walmart several times to try to get her product into their store and just everything that it takes to get to that point, let alone have them accept your product and all the trips that she's made to Northwestern Arkansas to pitch it. It's, it's pretty interesting to hear some of her stories for sure. Wow. Well, shout out to Arkansas. Cause you're right. It is a beautiful state. They have an awful lot of water. They so do. if you're looking for waterfront property, that's not one of the states you think about, but they have a ton of water. Absolutely. They do. All right. So Walmart, let's, let's just follow up on that. Let's keep an eye out for that. And then you wanted to talk about like a coming storm, another yeah. coming storm. Yeah. And I, and I think it's important that we know that COVID COVID has been such a big part of our lives, I, obviously, duh. Right. And, and it's affected the dental industry in so many ways. And when dental practices opened back up, there was this whole, hooray, yay, we're back in business. And, you know, patient loads aren't as big as they were, but we can still welcome patients back in for routine cleanings and, you know, their, their six month checkups and everything else. And it was fantastic. And it still is in a lot of the country. But the article that we ran on Dr. Bicuspid was really interesting because they're saying, look ahead on your schedule right now in your hygiene department to the second week of October, you know, and, and if you want to stop the podcast right now and do that, you know, see what you see, because what this article is stating is that there is a hole in your schedule that you don't really see coming. It's like the Dukes of Hazard driving right toward the cliff, you know, and you're going to try to jump it at the last minute here. There's your reference. Anyway. You know, but I'll tell you, my, my wife has talked to several of her clients and they were like, oh my God, there is a hole there. And it's that second week of October. And one of the big reasons that there's a hole there is because again, you've had all this glut of patients who have come in after your practice opened back up. But October, if you think back six months, that would have been April, which would have been your practice being closed. So what happens to those patients who are supposed to come in in April for their, their routine checkup? And all of a sudden now, you know, they, they got scheduled other times. So it, it was really interesting to me to read. And at first I was like, really? And then whenever Dana checked and, and she found out that there's a lot of validity to it. Well, that's interesting. So I, I think let's put out the bat signal if anybody's listening and, and you actually, you went to the computer and you flipped and saw that, let us know. And we'll put links in the, in the show notes on how to reach us, but we're pretty easy to find. Unfortunately, yeah. we're, we're way out there. But yeah, we'd love to hear if that's the case with your office. So I guess I'm sure Dana's telling them the same thing. Dana, for those of you who don't know, Dana Johnson is one of the, it, she might even be the best Dentrix trainer. I know a lot of good Dentrix, Dentrix trainers though. So um, Dentrix, she is, she's the wow. owner of Navoni, which is the the best Dentrix training site, to be honest with you. Sorry, Dentrix. So Navoni is, um, it's a membership base for Dentrix practices. So, so Dana, the reason why I say all that is because Dana does have her finger on the pulse of a lot of practices. Yeah. So if she's seeing that, and I wonder if other consultants are seeing that as well, I'd love to hear from them as them too. Yeah. Now, what is she? So what is she telling them to do? Because I have I have some ideas, but I want to hear if she's telling them anything in particular. Well, the biggest thing that we talked about over the weekend, and this was our exciting weekend talk, you know, is is about dental schedules. Uh, but you know, a lot of it is to obviously move into that. You know, don't just let it be a hole. Be proactive right now. Don't wait. 
uh, you know, reach out to your patients right now, reach out to those that you know need treatment or whatever it might be. You know, and that's the biggest piece of advice that we talked about, but it wasn't one of those to just shrug your shoulders and say, ah, it'll, it'll get filled. You know, we'll fill it closer to time. No, it's, it's to be proactive now and not just look at that second week of October, but the rest of the, the fourth quarter as well. Uh, you know, it's really important. What about you? So I think, I mean, <clears throat> the marketing is so different for a PPO practice versus a fee-for-service practice. So if you're a fee-for-service, I mean, I think you got to kick up your marketing and really start doing some outreach. And even if you don't have time yourself or your teams to do it, there has to be some way to set up your systems to send out those email reminders or perhaps even have um, a, a company help you out with that. You know, honestly, outsourcing has come a long way. And, and if you train them correctly, somebody can do the records, you know, do the calls for you and schedule. So that being said, if you are a PPO practice, though, chances are your patients are aware that they need to get in and get another cleaning before the end of the year and all that. So you could always send out those reminders. You know, I typically don't like the end of the year reminder, but this is a totally just bizarro yeah. year. Yeah. So I think you do need to send those out. Uh, I would also run a report for people who have large treatment plans that include things like perio and endo. Now, crowns, of course, are important. I know you can fracture your teeth, but the chances of somebody being in pain from, from endo and perio are going to be higher. And not that I want to be fear-based, but those are the people who are more likely to realize, oh my gosh, I need to get in there. And also, I mean, I just endo and perio, lots of abscess potential there, which is health, which is very, you know, health threatening. So I would run my reports to see who has those in their treatment plans. And I don't look at whether or not they have benefits left. Don't, don't do that because that's how you psych yourself out. Just make the call because you never know if they have flex spending account money that they need to spend in addition to their uh, maximum or yearly benefit. So, but yeah, I think now's the time to start getting on the phones there's also a lot of people who never, who really have not had to work to fill their schedule through October because the phones have been ringing off the hook. Right. So I, you're right. I think, I think we're going to see that too. I think we're going to see slowdown. My area is so different. I think I told you my area is, I'm in the DC area is pretty recession proof. Uh, so I'm curious. I, I meet with, I have a group of managers I meet with regularly. I'm curious to hear if they're having the same thing because I, we're not, we're not normal is what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, one of the, the recent conferences with the Health Policy Institute from the ADA had talked about how that they, they really saw the dental industry is plateauing right now. Uh, you know, we had this, you know, obviously huge dip whenever things closed down, except for emergencies. And then obviously we, we went back up. Now, are we back to where we were before COVID? Absolutely not. But we're plateauing from where we, the highest point where we got to post COVID. And, you know, again, according to models, according to everything else, you know, there, that fourth quarter is going to start to slide back down. And obviously we don't know what's going to happen with the virus. We don't know what's going to happen with the economy or anything else, but you know, the things that you can control, I absolutely think now is the time to try to take control of them and don't just sit back and, and wait. Uh, I, I think you've got to embrace the fact that there could be a potential hole in your schedule. There could be a potential uh, downturn for your business. And what are you going to do about it today to ensure tomorrow is not that way at all? So if there's another uh, shutdown of the economy, I even hate that word because it's just yeah. so pain ridden. Uh, so if there's another shutdown in the economy, what about the dentists who 
need to stay in touch with their patients over that time period. You've done a lot of work on teledentistry, and so have I. Yeah. Are you? Do you think that more patient, more dentists have signed up since this all started, or do you think it's one of those flash in the pans? Let me caveat about this by saying I don't think it should be a flash in the pan, but I don't think it also gained the traction that you and I thought it would. Uh, you know, and, and obviously want to hear your thoughts on this as well. But I was honestly surprised that more didn't embrace it, despite it being so hot. And, and I do think that, God forbid, if a second one is coming and our, our industry is impacted again, those who did take advantage of it and are pushing out that that is an option, I think will be much better prepared for what is to come than those who didn't. I, I agree with that. I, I think um, I, I did see a lot of adoption just because I was busy with people wanting to talk about it and wanting to get verbal skills and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I did a couple podcast episodes on it, but I do think that it's slowed down now that everybody's busy, but what if everybody's not busy again? Right. So we still need to, to take a look at people who are in the middle of Invisalign or clear aligners. And we also need to, if we're going to have to flatten the curve again, we're going to have to get ready for that. So I, it's just something I would say, put in the back of your mind and see if that's working. It, it's, it's interesting though, because you know, I worked at the teledentist is a company that I think Maria, Dr. Maria is the owner of that. And I think you had an interview with her. I did. She's been busy and she, she was able to get some deals with insurance carriers. There's a company I know Wally health that found that they were getting calls from a lot of patients wanting a dentist who actually does consultations. So their business was like booming too. It, it's interesting that there were surges in right. popularity. And I don't know, now we may not see it. So it's yeah. not going to replace any income though. It's certainly not. No, it's absolutely not. And I think that that, that right there is why a lot of dentists kind of shrug their shoulders at it, you know, is that, you know, there's a lot of things that, and again, if, okay, not fear mongering, not anything else here, but if the second wave happens and if our industry is impacted again, there's a lot of things that we've got to do better as an industry. And one of the biggest ones is communication with our patients, with our team members, with each other about what's going on, what next steps are, what's being done behind the scenes to prepare. And again, that's stuff that you've got to have some kind of plan in place, I think, now for the what if. I think, yeah, and honestly, if you if you went through COVID and you haven't come up with some kind of disaster plan, it might be time to get that in place. Because, I mean, there would have, I've always joked there's going to be like COVID-22 and COVID-25 and... You know, we're going to, like I don't end, know. It's like the end of Jump Street where they kept, hey, going to culinary school. You know, they kept doing <laughs> all the different Jump Street 27s. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. So, you guys, I don't know if you noticed, but the music we chose has a very 80s feel to it. <laughs> Kevin and I were 80s. Like, we grew up as teenagers yeah. in the 80s and 90s. And so, sometimes we reference shows that were, you weren't even around <laughs> when... When we watch them, and if that's the case, we apologize. We try not to sound like your parents, but I, I mean, we're both parents. We, we are, you know. And right now, my daughter's somewhere shaking her head, but hey, it's all good, you know. Oh, uh, Noah, Noah's mortified. I don't, is Julia mortified? Noah's mortified. Mo most days, Julia is. I mean, but, uh, you know, but there are days that I have some redeeming qualities. So, hey. <laughs> this is, I can't believe people listen to you, mom. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Noah. Love okay. You. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about these two brewing storms, I guess, we have coming on the horizon? I'm anxious to see where they go. 
And I'm also anxious to see, you know, one thing that I, I do at Dr. By Cuspid is I love to look at the Google Analytics and see what people are reading and what they're not. And and I can tell you, these are two things that whenever we've run them, people have really been all over. And so I know they're hot topics and I know, you know, you can cover them from the insurance side. I can cover them from the industry side and hopefully we can, you know, episode two, who knows what will change between now and then. We'll see. Well, that's a good segue because this is our new venture. We've always guested on each other's podcasts. And finally, we're like, why don't we just have our own podcast? <laughs> Here's what we'd love for you listeners is if you like this, of course, give us a, give us a rating because we're starting out and that would really, really help. We'd really appreciate it. Let us know what you want to talk about too. We are going to bring current events in, but if enough of you say, hey, we need to talk about why implant motors die all the time, we'll try to dig into that story. They don't. I'm just giving an example. So <laughs> why does my new person throw away every implant wrench we buy? That would be the story. Now there's a story. I'm just telling you. <laughs> a lot of trash figures out there. I'm just telling you. I'm going to get hate mail for calling it a wrench too. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Implant e equipment. Okay. So yeah, let us know what you think. <laughs> Kevin's making weird faces at me like, shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we are we are going to end this episode, but yes, we'd love to hear what you think. And we're very thankful to be on the Dental Podcasters Network. We're very excited Absolutely. about Absolutely. Yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm glad that we can finally have one that we can call our own instead of just popping onto each other's all the time. So excited yeah. to see where we go from here. Yes, so any and all feedback is welcome. And we're going to go and round out this very strange Monday morning. So have a good day, Kevin. Take care. Good to see you. All right. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap for this episode of Chew on This. We hope you laughed and learned a little. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned, and don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics. We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then. <laughs>